Gary, coming at you live. Well, not live. We're not that good yet. Nah. This One day, one more time. recorded on January 23rd, <laughs> 2.19 p.m. We'll get to live one day when we don't mess everything up. I don't even know how to do that. I yeah, me neither. We can do a Facebook Live. Yeah, Facebook Live would be the same thing, right? We did a Facebook Live last week. Yeah. The Nutrition Whole Seminar. Whole Nutrition Seminar. It was a good seminar. So if you haven't checked it, go to our Facebook page, the Coastal Strength and Fitness page, and scroll down a little bit. It'll be a, um, a live video on there. It's a good watch. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. Coach Diego, slinging facts. Yeah, dude. When he gets fired up. Mm. We got to get him on here with our new gear. I know. With our headphones, we can hear ourselves. I feel like Jay-Z. I feel good. When he's like, turn the treble up. <laughs> can you do that? You got treble over there? I might, man. I'm still figuring this whole uh, mixer out. There's like six knobs that I'm still not sure what they do, so I kept them like, you know, where they start. <laughs> mm. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. It clearly sounds better than it used to, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Less but is more. Less is more. So today, after last week's podcast, which was probably wasn't very helpful for, for anything. No, nah, that was just, you know, like when you first start working out and you just want to show up to the gym. Like mm-hmm. that was our podcast equivalent of, like, we just want to yeah. do this and, you know, intro. We rolled up to the, uh, to the squat rack and then decided it wasn't for us, so... <laughs> Then we went over to the um, Life Fitness circuit. I mean, hopped on the uh, hit a quick little circuit, chest press, hit some mm. reps. I remember when I was younger, I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Go in, like hit the chest press, and but, then the uh, the flies. I it, mean, but yeah. you just put it on a weight and you do like forty reps. Yeah, you just go. Then you stand up and you do your arms like this. Hit a little, hit a little, you know, uh, like little before. stretch. And then you kind of look around, make sure no one saw. The Michael Phelps. Hey, then you move over to, like, the leg curl machine, <laughs> and there's, like, three <laughs> three notches. Three, you know, you're, like, you got a, three things you have to adjust, and you're just, you can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So then you just go home? Yeah. Now then you go over to the treadmill, and you start, you know, you, you turn it up, and you start doing a little jog, and you realize you're not going to make it longer than 90 <laughs> I seconds. I can't keep this up. <laughs> so then you turn it down, and you look around and make sure no one saw uh. Saw you on there. Basically, every every person's first time in the gym is just doing a lot of looking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right. I feel that. Unless every, you're at, unless you're at coastal. Yeah, then you're too engaged to look around. We keep you going. Mm. Speaking of starting out, starting today, we want to touch base on the thought of destination nowhere. That mm. sounds like a cool like. Uh, Travel Channel Mm-mm-mm. documentary, or like a, a Wayne and Brothers thriller that went the opposite <laughs> direction. <laughs> uh, but destination nowhere. So, in the fitness industry, everything is super destination based, right? Like everyone has has typically some reason for starting in some like major end point. Yes. Right. Like I'm gonna do. I got a vacation coming up. I'm going to do a powerlifting competition. I'm going to do a bodybuilding competition, CrossFit competition. Or just summer's coming up. Yeah, I'm losing 25 pounds by X date. Or a wedding. That's a big one. Like, oh, I got a wedding coming up. All right. I mean, who doesn't want to look good for a wedding? Yep. But the uh, problem with this is you're you're really starting a loop of I have to have this, like, major reason and end point. And then you get there, and it's like, well, what's the point now, right? Yep. When in actuality, fitness, nutrition, I mean, there, there is no end game. 
Nah. Uh, ideally, if you're doing it right, like it's just something you do. Yep. But if you always have this huge expectation for it, you're going to really struggle with with maintaining and maintenance, you know? Yeah. Well, because like, every time you start, like you'll start, you'll finish, you know, you make it to Mexico or whatever it is, and then you stop. And then the next time something comes up, you do it again. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of an endless cycle of up and down, up and down. Like, I mean, it's really yo-yo dieting, you know, yeah. which everybody knows about. Um, and Yo-yo healthy lifestyling. Yeah, exactly. Like, rather than just, you know, just do it. Mm-hmm. Period. Do something. Yeah. And that's not to say don't have goals, right? No. Like, say you haven't brushed your teeth in a year. The motivation to get started again could be like, my teeth are yellow. Yeah. I want them to be whiter, right? But... The plan is to like keep brushing your teeth every day. Exactly. Even, Not even... just wait till they get better and then stop brushing them, and yeah. then they get better yeah. again. You know, like that's that would be a terrible way to do that. And that's that was a good analogy. Mm. Yeah, and at some point you just got to find a, tr- a toothbrush you like, some toothpaste you like, and you just do it. You're not like, oh, I need to um, <laughs> what uh, I need to confuse my teeth. Oh my god, you, tooth hey, confusion. Use the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make them wider. That muscle confusion, that teeth confusion. Oh, God. You think no one's on that, right? Mm. Use like a manual toothbrush Every, one day. You, know, you need that electric brush. the other day. Got to keep it fresh. Mm. Do you use electric or manual? Electric. Yeah, same. Once I started, I couldn't stop. Yeah. Whitney had one because she, you know, she has her um, teeth stuff going on, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, man, let's keep mine. And then one day I was like, you know what? Yep. And then it's like a little massage for your teeth. Just makes sense. I don't think I could go back. I had to use my regular one for some reason. Um, and I felt like such a barbarian. <laughs> like I did. I felt like, yeah. I don't know, like a caveman. Mm. If you don't have an electric toothbrush, you should try it out. The uh, the old Braun from Costco. Is that what you use? Or Oral-B. I don't know what brand it is. I, don't I think have a about Sonic it. Care. Maybe it is a Sonic Care. All black. Mm. Black. That's out. that special edition. That murdered out. It's murdered out, man. Mm. You, you use black toothpaste? Damn, that... no, I don't, but I should. Charcoal toothpaste? I should do that. I'm sure there's someone on here with the uh... whole experience. Yeah. I don't know. If you have a good charcoal toothpaste uh, recommendation, holler. Drop in the DMs of it. That murdered out toothpaste. You know you're gonna get like some uh, essential oil person oh, is gonna God. hit you up now. Being like, I have this. Try to hook me. I have this essential oil toothpaste. If you sell essential oils. Just don't ask us if we want any. I mean, some of them are all right, right? I mean, they're all right, but they're expensive. Mm. I'm not going to use it when I have a headache. Does Target have them? Maybe. That's pretty much <laughs> like my barrier, too. Like, can I get it at Target? <laughs> no, no. Uh, what will you go like? Will you go to Walmart for anything? Um, nah. Nah. I'm trying to think. Like, the last time I went for Walmart. Oh, I went for Walmart to um, get a key made. Because I knew, I knew they had the machine. You don't want to deal with the human beings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you can go to Lowe's. Isn't Lowe's closer to you? Well, no. Nah, I mean, Lowe's is right Oh, I see. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Does Lowe's have a machine? Yeah. That's where I go to get mm. the gym. Ones. I feel like their machine, though, would be like in the back on like, aisle 42. It is. Like, you got to yeah. walk a little bit to get it. And they want you to see like some lamps. They used to let you do it. And then I walked in there, and they just took my key from me. It's like, am I a five-year-old? Like, what's going on? But they, they don't let people do it anymore. Mm. People suck. 
But yeah, so. anyways, I went there for, I had to get some pellets, man. Like, they got the best deal on like pellets. Like rabbit for, food? Nah, for my, for my grill, <laughs> for my Traeger. And you got a pet rabbit? Dude, they, like, it's eight eighty eight for 20 pounds, which is like a steal. And so, like, I've gotten them there. And I feel bad because, like, I'm not a big Walmart shopper. And I don't really like being there, but mm. <sighs> the deal, man. They well, got me. Rollback? <laughs> they still do that? You remember those commercials? The, the, ba- the bounce in it. The big creepy smiley, smiley face. face. <laughs> now and he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Like he probably has a cigarette in his mouth and he's just. Oh, for sure. He's real frustrated. But then he's. He's got a No, mullet. he's vaping. He's got a mullet. You think he's vaping now? For sure. Yeah. Mm. That seems like it would be. Mm-mm-mm. So, children. So Listeners what? of Fit for Life. What we're trying to say is, if you like Walmart, that's fine. Yes. Just don't. I'm not trying to take a dump on it. I just don't like to be there because a lot of the people stress me out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not an environment I choose to be in. Actually, it's, I think it's shopping in general. Like, yeah. I go to the grocery store as early as I can. Like, if I go on Sunday, I go at, like, 7 a.m. So I don't have to, you know, mm. deal with people. Lidl doesn't open until 8. I know. That's why I do Kroger first. And Is it Lidl or Lidl? I think it's Lidl. Okay. I think the self-checkout talks to you and tells you, thanks for shopping at Lidl. <laughs> uh, I think. I don't really know. Google it. But, yeah, so, um, you know, back to the, I guess, back to the topic of destination nowhere. Like, it's okay to not have a goal. You know, like, goals are great. You know, you can think of it as a period to maybe, like, buckle down more. Well, there's the classic where it does help you kind of achieve something if you have a deadline, if you have a specific goal, you know, if you have these things. So it's like, it is great, and it is good to have. I think the biggest point to take away is, but don't give it this expectation of this is the end-all, be-all. Yes. You know, Um, because... Most people, I mean, shoot, nowadays, you know, we meet with people every day. For the most part, everyone's done something before. Yes. They've kind of almost had a place that they wanted to be, and they've been there before. You know, the the problem for everyone is maintaining mm-hmm. said destination, right? Yep. And I think a lot of that has to do with the, all the expectation we put on getting there. Mm-hmm. And, and what it takes to get there. Like, yeah, you know, going real hard and hardcore. Like a lot of people that we talk to get there that way, and then they find they can't sustain it. Yeah, and it's learning learning a new way, right? That's sustainable. Yep. I met with a lady today, and uh, we were originally chatting online, and I asked her, you know, what's what's worked for her before, if anything's worked. She said, oh, yeah, uh, working out every day at the same time and strictly cutting out all carbs. And I was like, you know, awesome, that worked for you. How, you know... Did you enjoy it? Was it sustainable? And obviously, no, it wasn't. And it, you know, and she's kind of yo-yoed back. So, you know, hopefully then the goal, I was like, you know, you can get there again that same way, right? But obviously you're looking for something different because the key now is to stay there. And that's where, you know. Setting the expectation for yourself. Setting of like, I really need to do something I can maintain. It may take me a little longer to get there. Um, and going into it with the mindset of, I need to keep doing, you know, whatever this thing is. Yeah. And it can be anything, you know, pick your practice that you like to do. Um, you know, we prefer strength training cause it's, 
you know, one of the best bang for your buck things that you can do, period. Yeah. And as far as like, for lack of better words, because this is what most people use, like being toned and getting, actually changing your body, it's really the only thing that's going to do that. Yes. You know? Now, if you're looking just for exercise, break a sweat, ment- the mental benefits, get all that. Get your heart rate up a little you bit. You know, yeah. Like, uh, you could do just yoga, you could do just bar, you could do just, you know, whatever. Jump, what was that skip thing where it would swing around your foot? Oh my God, skip it? Skip it. <laughs> hey, could you imagine they came out with that now? Like how dangerous that is when you think about it. Like it's this toy. Get... You're standing there on your driveway. And you're trying not to trip over it. <laughs> not to tri- and like you're going to trip over it, right? Yeah. Can you, I mean, you, you know how much you busted your tail, man? Now, we should you get imagine? one. A little skip it. We should get one, do a video. Trying to break, you know, get your rec- accounts, your skips. Yeah, man. Or do pogo stick. Man. Yeah, skip it. Dude, that'd be a legit, legit workout program right there. Yeah. But anyway, so like <laughs> find, find something to do. You know, and that you can can stick to. Um, and then, like, I think having that as your base and then, you know, maybe layer a goal mm-hmm. on top of that. Like, once you have that habit, okay, like, I work out three or four days a week. I have it as a consistent habit and my nutrition's pretty good, decent, you know. Um, I have a good yeah. foundation. Then, you know, I have a wedding coming up. Then you have all the tools to do a little bit better than you are and probably sustain that for X period of time. And be okay, yeah. rather than going hard all at once and then crashing and burning afterwards because you just put everything yeah. that you had into it for, I don't know, two or three months, rather than you have this really good foundation, you know, maybe up your effort a little bit more than normal for a period of time. And you may be able to maintain it. You may, you know, come back down to baseline afterwards, but it's not so much of a swing as it would be if you went from zero to 100 to zero, um, which happens Oof. with most people. You take you you challenge in Drake mm-hmm. zero to a hundred to zero. Let's do it. The remix. What if we got Drake on the podcast? <laughs> uh, but yeah, and the other thing with that is that kind of popped in my head is learning and realizing diminishing returns. Yep. Right. You like that's always been my thing is in the past when I have exercised like six days a week. Ultimately, like the benefits, if any are so small that then it's just it's just not worth it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that, so all the extra time, and then it makes it more unsustainable. But then if you achieve X result doing as much as possible, that's going to set the expectation of that's what that's I what need to do. And you'll never really know, well, really, could I, you accomplished the same thing doing less, and then you feel a lot more at peace with that, and then it's sustainable. Like, yeah. yeah. Could and I have that, done half? And yeah. got the same result, then, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, do less work and get the same result. That seems, yeah. you know, common sense. And for most people, like, for the results they want, like, they can do it with a lot less than they expect. Yes. Um, you That's, know, like, I, we tell people here, I set the expectation, hey, you know, someone new starting out, I tell them to come three days a week. Yes. And they, they're super gung-ho, they're starting out, obviously for reasons of, like, you know, recovery, uh, but also because... You know, the thing I've seen a lot is when people come six times a week or, you know, start any exercise program and like, I'm going to go six times a week, then say they miss a day. That's it. Then they're going to be negative and be like, I'm a failure, even though they went five times, but they didn't hit their, you know, what their plan was. And then it's just negative Nancy time. Yep. Whereas, you know, you could have just gone three, made it three. Anything else would be uh, gravy. A, a bonus. That's um, what I tell people. And, and that's where, you know, setting expectation comes yeah. in, right? Like it. it 
the the mind games are are hugely important. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what most, so, most of it is. So much of what we see is people. I mean, people are just so hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is. We're all like we say stuff to ourselves we would never say to our friends and family. Yeah, you know, we're awful. So it's like you you play those games to your advantage and, and set give yourself reason to celebrate and like mm-hmm. pat yourself on the back. Yeah, and it comes down to like doing only what's needed, right? If you only need three days and you're beating yourself up for not coming six, mm-hmm. like then you're you're beating yourself up literally for no reason when you should actually be celebrating that like I'm killing it right now. Yeah, and that's important. Um, so yeah, like set yeah. set a proper expectation because that's a really common one. So if you find yourself in that spot, just realize like you don't have to do that. And then a lot of people, like we said, have done that before, right? Like Gary was talking about um, the lady he had talked to who. Yeah, went to the gym six days a week, probably was crazy strict with her diet, and it worked. But if someone had told her, you know what, if you do three, and you'll probably succeed too, and she did it, then her expectation would be, all right, well, I need to train three days, mm-hmm. and I'll be okay. Yeah, then you have a different baseline that you operate from, yep. which is everything, right? Like, set your minimum effective dose baseline, and then, yeah, you're going to have times where you can go more or where you want to go more and then go, but then when you mentally know your baseline's lower, you're not going to guilt yourself when you have to drop back down to your baseline. Yeah. You know, that's what I do. I know, hey, Mon- if I just lift Monday, Wednesday, Friday and do nothing else, um, you know, I can make progress and or maintain just fine. Yeah, you're doing all right. But then sometimes, you know, I'll get good walks in like every day on the other every day or at least the in-between lifting days. Sometimes I'll end up adding in a fourth strength day or some, you know, car, like a more structured cardio workout. Um, yep. You know, but I always know, hey, I can fall back to this. And honestly, like that's kind of how I am right now in this time of year because that's I was lifting for four days a week for two or three months. But then, you know, in January we get busier. I have a little more responsibility and just more time spent. Uh, you know, at the gym with work stuff, and and then it gets really cold out. And I always say I'm gonna like keep powering through the winter, but I never do. So yeah, like I barely, I'll get like one walk in, um, a long walk on Sundays, and you know, now I'm the three lifting sessions and nothing, nothing else really, and I'm fine with it. Like I don't yep. sleep over it. I don't like feel bad about it. Pretty much where I'm at too. You know, yeah. like I get my my Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I try to be consistent with my other days, but like. Like, I like to come in Thursday and, and walk and stuff or go for a walk with the dog. But, like, I'm cool with Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm completely happy. And I, I know, like, I've been, you know, steady getting stronger and feeling good with just mm-hmm. that. So I don't need to add anything else. I don't even feel the, the need at this point to even add a fourth day of lifting um, because I'm still making progress where I'm at, you know. So why rock the boat and, I don't know, make my recovery suck more or just – Take away time. From Take away else. time from, you know, hanging out at home and, you know, enjoying life. Yeah. So. Another thing, too, with, you know, kind of playing off of Destination Nowhere is you, the nutrition side of things and where, yes. you know, when people start, I'm not going to eat any carbs, right? Just because that's a common one. And that's again, if, some, if you one. do that and you enjoy it, that's great. But think about this. Like, if you are going to do something and you know you're not going to do it forever, like, where you, yeah, where, you, where are you going with that? Yeah. <laughs> like, destination nowhere. You're setting yourself up like you're going to get there and then revert back to what you were doing and have no nothing there to be, like, to sustain it because what gets you there keeps you there. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing to remember. 
Um, and we, I think it's the thing that most people struggle with, um, you know, uh, after losing weight is staying there and realizing yeah. that what I did to lose, say, X amount of pounds, because that's usually most people's goals to lose some weight. Um, you know, I lost 30 pounds. Well, to maintain that weight loss, you got to kind of do the same thing you did to get there. Like, it's just, this is what I do now. Like, yeah. this is well, if my you, new way of living. If you get there, so say, yeah, you cut out a bunch of calories by cutting out carbs, which gets you in a deficit, yeah. helps you lose weight. But then you're thinking, oh, I have to cut out every single drop of carbohydrate mm-hmm. to do this. Well, then you're not going to know, you're not going to be confident in, oh, well, when I add carbs back in, things are going to go awry, right? Whereas if you are able to lose the weight while still having carbs, so you just bring your overall food intake down little by little yep. of ev- a little bit of everything, but still keeping stuff in, not going extreme with your um, macronutrient choices, then it's going to be sustainable, right? Because you never had to completely give it up. And you're comfortable and it doesn't stress you out eating carbs or the thought of it. And you know how to, yeah. to fit everything into your day rather than, oh my God, what do I do with a carb? Yeah. Right? It's, and you should be setting up an approach like, wherever you want to go, unless, again, we're obviously not talking to bodybuilders. No. Because, yeah, they're going to a place where they know they are not going to live. Yes. You know, but if you aren't doing any of those things and you just want to go to a place like, hey, this is where I want to look and feel my best, and most of us want to stay there, then you have to keep that in mind that, hey, I need to get there with a, a way that I can live with, you know, yeah. so that it's de- a destination somewhere with, with your food. So it's actually a little flip of what we're talking about of, um, you know, maintenance and, and not putting pressure on yourself. Um, but so, you know, with the food, it's putting the pressure on yourself in that I need to do an approach that I can keep, stay with, you yeah. know, that I can help maintain this lifestyle with. Cause yeah, yeah. Cause it's, you are it's going so nowhere. easy to push against that, Oh, extreme approach, and I'm just—I can gut through this for six weeks or four weeks or two months or whatever, um, and then we—and then you get there, and yeah. And I think we've seen it enough times and coached enough people, like that—you know—rarely works. Now, there's always a success story in that, yeah. And I think that is a little overblown. Like this one person did really well with something super extreme, and they maintain it, and they maintain it because they enjoy like it. it, and they enjoy it, and it fits their life, yeah. But the majority of people aren't going to be in the extreme. The majority of people hit an extreme, right? They tip one end of the scale, and then what ends up happening is they end up completely rebounding to the opposite end of the scale. And not even Mm -hmm. talking about weight, but just, you know, weights on a scale. Um, You know, so losing a lot of weight by going, it's a low-hanging fruit, but like keto, right? Works great for a lot of people. Um, But you cut out basically all of your carbs. And then like we had discussed... You stop when you get there, right? You get to your wedding, and then you start eating carbs. Crush your wedding you cake. You crush your wedding cake and whatever else, and crab cakes and um, cupcakes and all of the types of mm. cake. Um, and then after that, like, usually all bets are off. What, right? if, you, what if you had a cake-themed wedding? Just everything was a cake? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like crab cake appetizers. Um, that's all i need though like so what so if you had crab cakes you would have to have a crab cake appetizer obviously wedding cake dessert yep what would the entrees be is um you get chicken pot pie but that's that's not gonna cut it that's a pie <sighs> that is a pie um is there an entree cake there's gotta be like a meat cake like a meat cake a meat loaf no nah. is that i mean i mean there has to be 
what classifies it as a cake? Yeah, well, a crab cake is like caked. Why can't we have crab cakes? As I guess an it has to have a bind. Why can't we have know. crab cakes as an entree? Why is it always got to be second? Favorite? I mean, well, it's not right. You can get a big, like, meaty crab cake. You can. But so, most weddings, it's an appetizer. Maybe because it's so expensive. Mm. I don't know. Whenever I go places, two crab cakes is like 28 bucks. I mean. I just don't, I can't. That's seafood. I can't do it, man. I don't know. Someone, Someone's going to have to et us with that. Yeah. Let us know if you think of any cake foods. Yeah. Cake-themed wedding. That would be substantial. So we can have a cake-themed wedding. Whose wedding? Not mine. I mean, someone's got to get married. So Someone's got to bite the bullet. We'll make Diego do it. Do a go, like, you throw kind of like a GoFundMe up, but you're like, look, I'm not looking for money. Nah. I'm just looking for a cake-themed wedding to yeah. go to. That's it. Mm. Hit me with it. So once we have that cake-themed wedding, I already got my uh, acceptance speech. I'll get up there. <laughs> Ex- acceptance speech. That's not, what is it called? <laughs> <laughs> when you're, like you're getting an award. Yeah. Uh, or whatever, you know, the best man Your speech. Your best man speech. And I'll just start, I'll start preaching on the, on the topic at hand. Yeah. You know, about uh, Destination Nowhere. <laughs> They're going to be like, where's he going with this? Everyone's like, look. You're going to get booed. If you're not in fitness competing in anything, you need to have an eye on the long term. Yes. You need to have an eye on maintenance mode. What am I going to do when I lose all this weight? You know? And it's just not sexy, right? It's not. Maintenance mode. Yeah. Let me train to maintain. Yeah. Train to maintain. It's not that exciting. You can't make a commercial with that. Nah. Train to maintain. Hey, I'm LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> That's your LeBron voice? You want to train to maintain? <laughs> uh, At it, me. It's not. Like, it doesn't get people excited, but it's the reality, yeah. right? I mean, because if you can't, then you're just yo-yoing. Yeah. You know? Like, beast mode sounds really cool. So. Until you stop being in beast mode. I feel like beast mode. Marshawn Lynch, though. Mm-hmm. Marshawn Lynch. I feel like he trains to maintain. I think he, he does seems too. real chill. Like he does the bare minimum. No, know? oh for sure. To, and, but but then you know he goes and just beats modes. Yeah, because he is doing the bare like, minimum. Like he's just well look at this year. Like he was retired, <laughs> and they're like, hey, you want to come play? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess I will. <laughs> and he's scoring four touchdowns in two games. You know, so he's a lot of skittles. He just too. rises to the occasion. Um, he is real chill. But yeah, guys, you gotta. It's I mean it's not cool, but you know. Have goals and some short-term goals and get them, but realize that you, you got to have that baseline and make that baseline a, a super sustainable place that yeah. you're okay with. Make and, it something you can do. And this is going to set you up for good mental health with, with all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll dig into that topic more, but, you know, you can really screw yourself up yeah. mentally with the pressure you put on yourself. I mean, and people will then reach these goals and be in these amazing places that they've never been in and then even be maintaining them. And they're sad and disappointed yeah. and worse off than they were before. Exactly. So, yeah, that's something to keep in mind, too, is that, like, you know, when you set the expectation way too high, like, you're probably never going to, you know, be proud of yourself yeah. when the expectation's really unreachable. And here's the other big thing, too. If you, you know, that no one talks about, a lot of times when you do, do these extreme measures, like, you isolate yourself, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, okay, you get whatever super fit and super super miraculously strong and you have no friends yep you have no loved ones you have no relationship mm-hmm. okay but like, you got abs. you think you're going to be happy at that point with your abs sitting at home and then you're not even eating ice cream yeah so you're by yourself just sitting there 
with no ice cream. Like no no significant other, um, no relationships. Like that's not good. No. Like you're not going to the Olympics, you know. So remember your fitness. Yeah, destination nowhere is a great place to be. Like get to where you're happy and you can maintain, and then, you know, use other time to, yeah, like do whatever, live your do life. whatever, like live your life, have friends, do, do other, other things, stuff. color. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, dude, I think that's important. You can apply this to anything, right? And really, the, I guess the, thing we want people to take away from this is, like, set a simple expectation that you know you can do right? If somebody never brushed their teeth, right? I know we're going back to this. And you told them, all right, you have to brush your teeth like three times a day, whatever, every meal, whatever you want to tell them, which is kind of extreme. But like, they might not be able to keep that up. But if you're like, all right, you just have to brush your teeth once a day, pick a time during the day and just brush them. That's it. Way easier to maintain. Mm -hmm. They're going to probably accomplish that. And eventually, yeah, you know what? I brush my teeth once a day. I could probably do it twice a day. Now that it's a habit. Like, that's how you should approach it um, and know that you always have, you know, that good baseline. Bare minimum, this person is going to brush their teeth once a day, which is way better than brushing their teeth zero times a day. So, dude, I got to share share this thing. Oh, uh, this is going to be good. I was at the uh, One Life the other day, gym, so Globo Gym, and this dude, this was the first time in my life I ever felt like... <laughs> being confrontational and approaching someone you know or like going to like tattletale like you know go go speak to the manager what do you do this dude was he brushing his teeth i was i was i was doing dumbbell bench press he was on the bench next to me uh doing the same thing in between sets and notice he pulled out you know those little floss things oh no the little picks picks, and they have like a little like inch of string right it's almost like single use type floss things well, he sits there and he starts freaking flossing his teeth, right? So that right there, I'm like, weird. Like, yeah. But then, dude, he'll take, so he'd floss, then take his hand. No. His other hand. Nah. And like, knock off and scrape off all of whatever it. he got on, on, you know, his gunk. You know, and then like, it would stick to his hand and then he like, flick it, you know, flick it off. Bro, no one wants your on fucking the, and then, teeth And then like, keep flossing, gunk? keep flossing, scrape it with his hand, flick it off. And then I'm just, like, sitting there, like, getting furious. Like, dude, this is gross. And I just, I didn't know what to do. And then I'm looking around. You should like, have just pushed You know, down. other people. And so then I'm like, well, I'm not touching those weights. Yeah. And then later I saw him, like, doing dips, which I was planning on doing. You didn't do at dips, At the end of my work, I was like, not doing <laughs> dips now. You know? And then I saw him on, like, a bike or something. I'm like, never, never touching that bike. Dude, dude. I just don't even know. How do you do that? Like, I know Whitney's going to listen to this, and she's never going to let me come home from the gym and not wash my hands ever again. She might not even let me go to One Life ever again, you know? And I get it. Like, I understand. But, dude, I, how do you do that? I mean, I, I can't even fathom it. Like, like, where, like, where, like... If that's what you're, if that is, like... What's your process? What you think's okay? Yeah. Like, what else do you do? Yeah. He obviously doesn't care about, like, picking up chicks. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not that's not gonna like put you in a Bro, that one attract a raccoon man <laughs> like, category. Um, like he doesn't have friends. Like at what point? Because you, your friend would be there to like. You at, know, at what point? Do you, you. Like, do you have to tell someone that's not okay? Or just simply like I just want to be like, hey man, that's disgusting. Yeah, like I feel like this is a whole different thing, but 
Like, you should be able to shame somebody for doing stuff like that. What if he looked at me? He said, I was listening to this podcast (laughs) called Fit for Life Radio. And they said, you need to, you need to floss every day. And this is one, this is my expectation. Full circle. <laughs> now, now, you know how everyone now is all about like multitasking and being super, um, efficient, efficient. That's probably, he's probably, yeah, that's probably he's, his problem. He listens to too many he's podcasts. Biohacking. Yeah. He's biohacking. Oh my God. He's like, I'm working out and, and, and flossing dental health and at the same time. Good Lord. And pissing people off. But anyways, I was, I just wanted to call. Like when it was happening, I call everybody. I was gonna call Wavy TV Ten. <laughs> get that one guy out, you know. You know, people are like, my water bill is like ten times higher than it was supposed to be. <laughs> I got Wavy TV Ten on my side, and they fixed it. Well, I was like, this, this dude flicking his stuff everywhere. <laughs> like, hey, would you rather have someone flicking boogers or flicking tartar? Boogers, for sure. <laughs> like, cause you know, a booger's not gonna stink like that. I mean, stuff in the teeth, man. I don't know, man. Nah, do boogers have a smell? <laughs> there's something like, I, yeah, I agree with you. Like the flossing. Like I'm not saying I in any way endo- endorse like me picking up boogers off the ground I or anything, know, but like knowing, I don't know. But yeah, like people's teeth can get <sighs> rancid. Like I mean, like a thing about body. it, it can be. Uh, that's enough. Yeah. That's all I got. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's just wrap it up. <laughs> but, all right, guys. So, destination nowhere. Set set yourself up. You know, set goals and short-term stuff and try to achieve it, but always, you know, have that baseline, achievable baseline in mind in sustainability. And that's going to go a long ways for, A, like being able to maintain your goals once you hit them and, you know, being in a good place mentally with, with fitness and exercise and nutrition and all that yeah so as always if you're uh you know looking for a gym with some coaching accountability support live in peninsula we're here newport news area virginia we're come, here come check us out if even if you just want to come in and look yeah. talk see what we're about that's or fine. worldwide hit us up on the on the interwebs instagram yeah all right we will catch you guys later bye holler As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time. Gary, coming at you live. Well, not live. We're not that good yet. Nah. This One day, we're more confident. recorded on January 23rd, <laughs> 2.19 p.m. We'll get to live one day when we don't mess everything up. I don't even know how to do that. Yeah, me neither. We can do a Facebook Live. Yeah, Facebook Live would be the same thing, right?
We did a Facebook Live last week. Yeah. The nutrition seminar. Whole nutrition seminar. It was a good seminar. So if you haven't checked it, go to our Facebook page, the Coastal Strength and Fitness page, and scroll down a little bit. It'll be a a live video on there. It's a good watch. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, check it out. Coach Diego, slinging facts. Yeah, dude. When he gets fired up. Mm. We got to get him on here with our new gear. I know. Our headphones. We can hear ourselves. I feel like Jay-Z. I feel good. When he's like, turn the treble up. <laughs> can you do that? You got treble over there? I might, man. I'm still figuring this whole uh, mixer out. There's like six knobs that I'm still not sure what they do, so I kept them like, you know, where they start. <laughs> mm. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. They, it clearly sounds better than it used to, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. Less but is more. Less is more. So today, after last week's podcast, which was probably wasn't very helpful for for anything. No, nah, that was just, you know, like when you first start working out and you just want to show up to the gym. Like mm-hmm. that was our podcast equivalent of like we just want to yeah. do this and, you know, intro. We rolled up to the uh, to the squat rack and then decided it wasn't for us. So <laughs> then we went over to the um, life fitness circuit. I mean, hopped on the uh, hit a quick little circuit chest press. Hit some mm-hmm. reps. I remember when I was younger, I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Go in, like, hit the chest press, and but, then the uh, the flies. I hey, mean, But yeah. you just put it on a weight, and you do, like, 40 reps. Yeah, you just go. Then you stand up, and you do your arms like this. Hit a little, hit a little, you know, uh, like little before. stretch. And then you kind of look around, make sure no one saw. <laughs> the Michael Phelps. Hey, then you move over to, like, the leg curl machine, <laughs> and there's, like, three, <laughs> three notches. Three, you know, you're, like, you got a, three things you have to adjust, and you're just... You can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So then you just go home. Yeah. Now nah, then you go over to the treadmill, and you start. You know, you you turn it up and you start doing a little jog, and you realize you're not going to make it longer than ninety <laughs> I seconds. I can't keep this up. <laughs> so then you turn it down and you look around and make sure no one saw uh, saw you on there. Basically, every every person's first time in the gym is just doing a lot of looking around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right. I feel that. Unless you're at, unless you're at coastal. Yeah. Then you're too engaged to look around. We keep you going. Mm. Speaking of starting out, starting today, we want to touch base on the thought of destination nowhere. That mm. sounds like a cool like uh, travel channel Mm-mm-mm. documentary, or like a, a Wayne and Brothers thriller. That went the opposite <laughs> direction. <laughs> uh, but destination nowhere. So. In the fitness industry, everything is super destination-based, right? Like, everyone has has typically some reason for starting in some, like, major end point, yes. right? Like, I'm going to do – I got a vacation coming up. I'm going to do a powerlifting competition. I'm going to do a bodybuilding competition, CrossFit competition. Or just summer's coming I'm, up. Yeah, I'm losing 25 pounds by – X date. Or a wedding. That's a big one. Yep. Like, oh, I got a wedding coming up. All right. I mean, who doesn't want to look good for a wedding? Yep. But the uh, problem with this is you're you're really starting a loop of I have to have this, like, major reason and end point. And then you get there, and it's like, well, what's the point now, right? Yep. When in actuality, fitness, nutrition, I mean, there, there is no end game. Nah. Uh, ideally, if you're doing it right, like, it's just something you do. Yep. But if you always have this huge expectation for it, you're going to really struggle with with maintaining and maintenance, you know? Yeah. Well, because like, every time you start, like, you'll start, you'll finish, you know? You make it to 
Mexico or whatever it is, and then you stop. And then the next time something comes up, you do it again. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of an endless cycle of up and down, up and down. Like, I mean, it's really yo-yo dieting, you know, yeah. which everybody knows about. Um, and yo-yo healthy lifestyling. Yeah, exactly. Like, rather than just, you know, just do it. Mm-hmm. Period. Do something. Yeah. And that's not to say don't have goals, right? No. Like, say you haven't brushed your teeth in a year. The motivation to get started again could be like, my teeth are yellow. Yeah. I want them to be whiter, right? But the plan is to, like, keep brushing your teeth every day. Exactly. Even just <laughs> wait till they get better and then stop brushing them, and yeah. then they get better yeah. again. You know, like, that's that would be a terrible way to do that, and that's that was a good analogy. Mm. Yeah, and at some point, you just got to find a, tr- a toothbrush you like, some toothpaste you like, and you just do it. You're not like, oh, I need to... Um, <laughs> What, uh, I need to confuse my teeth. Oh, my God. You, tooth hey, confusion. Use the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make them wider. That muscle confusion, that teeth confusion. Oh, God. You think no one's on that, right? Mm. Use like a manual toothbrush Every, one day. You, know, you need that first. Electric the other day. Got to keep it fresh. Mm. Do you use electric or manual? Electric. Yeah, same. Once I started, I couldn't stop. Yeah. Whitney had one because she, you know, she has her... Um, teeth stuff going on, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, "Man, just keep mine." And then one day, I was like, "You know what?" Yep. And then it's like a little massage for your teeth. Just makes sense. I don't think I could go back. I had to use my regular one for some reason, um, and I felt like such a barbarian. <laughs> like I did. I felt like yeah. I don't know, like a caveman. Mm. If you don't have an electric toothbrush, you should try it out. The uh, the old Braun from Costco. Is that what you use? Or Oral B? I don't know what brand it is. I, don't I have think a Sonic it. Care. Maybe it is a Sonic Care. All black. Mm. Black. That's out. a special edition. That murdered out. It's murdered out, man. Mm. You mm. use black toothpaste? Damn, that, no, I don't, but I should. Charcoal toothpaste? I should do that. I'm sure there's someone on here with the that. whole experience. Yeah. I don't know. If you have a good charcoal toothpaste uh, recommendation, holler. Drop in the DMs with it. That murdered out toothpaste. You know you're going to get like some uh, essential oil person who's oh, going to hit you up now. you be like, I have this. Try to hook me. I have this essential oil toothpaste. If you sell essential oils, just don't ask us if we want any. I mean, some of them are all right, right? I mean, they're all right, but they're expensive. Mm. I'm not going to use it when I have a headache. Let's target have them. Maybe. That's pretty much <laughs> like my barrier too. Like, can I get it at Target? <laughs> no, no. What will you go like? Will you go to Walmart for anything? Um, nah, nah. I'm trying to think. Like the last time I went for Walmart, oh, I went for Walmart to um, get a key made because I knew I knew they had the machine. You don't want to deal with the human beings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to Lowe's. Isn't Lowe's closer to you? Well, nah. I mean, Lowe's is. Right oh, I see. After yeah, right. Wall- yeah. yeah, yeah. Does Lowe's have a machine? Yeah, that's where I go to get mm. the gym. Wipes. I feel like their machine though would be like in the back on it like is. aisle forty-two. It is like you got to yeah. walk a little bit to get it. They want you to see like some lamps. They used to need. let you do it, and then I walked in there, and they just took my key from me. It's like, am I a five-year-old? Like, what's going on? But they they don't let people do it anymore because mm. people suck. But yeah, so. anyways, I went there for I had to get some pellets, man. Like they got the best deal on like rabbit for, food. Nah, for my for my girl, <laughs> for my Traeger, and you got a pet rabbit, dude. They like it's eight eighty eight for twenty pounds, which is like a steal, and so like I've gotten them there. 
and I feel bad because like I'm not a big Walmart shopper. And I don't really like being there, but mm. <sighs> the deal, man. They well, got me. Rollback. <laughs> they still do that. You remember those commercials? The, ba- the bounce in it. The big creepy smiley, smiley face. <laughs> now and he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Like he barely has a cigarette in his mouth and he's just. Oh, for sure. He's real frustrated. But then he's. He's got a No, mullet. he's vaping. He's got a mullet. You think he's vaping now? For sure. Yeah. Mm. That seems like it would be. Mm-mm-mm. So, children. So what, Listeners of Fit for Life. What we're trying to say is. If you like Walmart, that's fine. Yes. Just don't. I'm not trying to take a dump on it. I just don't like to be there because a lot of the people stress me out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not an environment I choose to be in. Actually, it's, I think it's shopping in general. Like, yeah. I go to the grocery store as early as I can. Like, if I go on Sunday, I go at, like, 7 a.m. So I don't have to, you know, mm. deal with people. Lidl doesn't open till 8. I know. That's why I do Kroger first. Is and it then, Lidl or Lidl? I think it's Lidl. I think the self-checkout talks to you and tells you, thanks for shopping at Lidl. <laughs> uh, I think. I don't really know. Google it. But, yeah, so, um, you know, back to the, I guess, back to the topic of destination nowhere. Like, it's okay to not have a goal. You know, like, goals are great. You know, like, you can think of it as a period to maybe, like, buckle down more. Well, there's the classic where it does help you kind of achieve something if you have a deadline, if you yes. have a specific goal, you know, if you have these things. So it's like, it is great and it is good to have. I think the biggest point to take away is, but don't give it this expectation of this is the end all be all. Yes. You know, um, because most people, I mean, shoot nowadays, you know, we meet with people every day. For the most part, everyone's done something before. Yes. They've kind of almost had a place that they wanted to be and they've been there before. You know, the, the problem for everyone is maintaining mm-hmm. said destination, right? Yep. And I think a lot of that has to do with the, all the expectation we put on getting there. Mm-hmm. And, and what it takes to get there. Like, yeah. you know, going real hard and hardcore. Like a lot of people that we talk to get there that way. And then they find they can't sustain it. Yeah, and it's learning learning a new way, right? That's sustainable. Yep. I met with a lady today, and uh, we were originally chatting online. And I asked her, you know, what's what's worked for her before, if anything's worked. She said, oh, yeah, uh, working out every day at the same time and strictly cutting out all carbs. And I was like, you know, awesome, that worked for you. How, you know... Did you enjoy it? Was it sustainable? And obviously, no, it wasn't. And it, you know, and she's kind of yo-yoed back. So, you know, hopefully then the goal, I was like, you know, you can get there again that same way, right? But obviously you're looking for something different because the key now is to stay there. And that's where, you know. Setting the expectation for yourself. Setting of like, I really need to do something I can maintain. It may take me a little longer to get there. Um, and going into it with the mindset of, I need to keep doing, you know, whatever this thing is. Yeah. And it can be anything, you know, pick your practice that you like to do. Um, you know, we prefer strength training cause it's, you know, one of the best bang for your buck things that you can do period. Yeah. And as far as like, for lack of better words, cause this is what most people use, like being toned and getting, actually changing your body. It's really the only thing that's going to do that, yes. you know? Now, if you're looking just for exercise, break a sweat, 
ment- the mental benefits. You get all your that. heart rate up a little you bit. You know, yeah, like uh, you could do just yoga. You could do just bar. You could do just, you know, whatever. Jump. What was that skip thing where it would swing around your foot? Oh my god, skip it! Skip it! <laughs> hey, could you imagine they came out with that now? Like how dangerous that is. When you think about it, like it's this toy, it. you're standing there on your driveway, and you're trying not to trip over it. Trying not to tri- <laughs> and like you're gonna trip over it, right? Yeah. Can you, I mean, you, you know how much you busted your tail, man. Now we should you get imagine? one. We'll skip it. We should get one. Do a video. Trying to break, you know, get your rec- accounts, your skips. Yeah, man. Or do pogo stick. Man, yeah, skip it, dude. That'd be a legit, legit workout program right there. Yeah. But anyway, so like, <laughs> find, find something to do, you know, and that you can can stick to. Um, and then like, I think having that as your base and then, you know, maybe layer a goal Mm -hmm. on top of that. Like once you have that habit, okay. Like I work out three or four days a week. I have it as a consistent habit and my nutrition's pretty good, decent, you know, um, I have a good foundation. Then, you know, I have a wedding coming up. Then you have all the tools to do a little bit better than you are and probably sustain that for X period of time and be okay rather than going hard all at once and then crashing and burning afterwards because you just put everything that you had into it for, I don't know, two or three months rather than you have this really good foundation, you know, maybe up your effort a little bit more than normal for a period of time. And you may be able to maintain it. You may, you know, come back down to baseline afterwards, but it's not so much of a swing as it would be if you went from zero to a hundred to zero, um, which happens with most people. You take you you challenge in Drake mm-hmm. zero to a hundred to zero. Let's do it. The remix. What if we got Drake on the podcast? <laughs> uh, but yeah, and the other thing with that is that kind of popped in my head is learning and realizing diminishing returns. Yep. Right. You like that's always been my thing. Is in the past when I have exercised like six days a week, ultimately like the benefits, if any are so small that then it's just it's just not worth it, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, so all the extra time, and then it makes it more unsustainable. But then if you achieve X result doing as much as possible, that's going to set the expectation of that's what that's I what need to do. And you'll never really know, well, really, could I, you accomplished the same thing doing less, and then you feel a lot more at peace with that, and then it's sustainable. Like, yeah. yeah. Could and I have that, done half? And yeah. got the same result, then, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, do less work and get the same result. That seems, yeah. you know, common sense. And for most people, like, for the results they want, like, they can do it with a lot less than they expect. Yes. Um, you know, like, I, we tell people here, I set the expectation, hey, you know, someone new starting out, I tell them to come three days a week. Yes. And they, they're super gung-ho, they're starting out, obviously for reasons of, like, you know, recovery, uh, but also because... You know, the thing I've seen a lot is when people come six times a week or, you know, start any exercise program and like, I'm going to go six times a week, then say they miss a day. That's it. Then they're going to be negative and be like, I'm a failure, even though they went five times, but they didn't hit their, you know, what their plan was. And then it's just negative Nancy time. Yep. Whereas, you know, you could have just gone three, made it three. Anything else would be uh, gravy. A, a bonus. That's um, what I tell people. And, and that's where, you know, setting an expectation comes yeah. in, right? Like it. it the the mind games are are hugely important. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really what 
Most, so, most of it is. So much of what we see is people, I mean, people are just so hard on themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone is. We're all, like, we say stuff to ourselves we would never say to our friends and family. Yeah. You know? We're awful. So it's like you, you play those games to your advantage and, and set, give yourself reason to celebrate and, like, mm -hmm. pat yourself on the back. Yeah, and it comes down to, like, doing only what's needed, right? If you only need three days and you're beating yourself up for not coming six, mm -hmm. like, then you're... You're beating yourself up literally for no reason when you should actually be celebrating that, like, I'm killing it right now. Yeah. And that's important. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah. Set, set a proper expectation because that's a really common one. So if you find yourself in that spot, just realize, like, you don't have to do that. And then a lot of people, like we said, have done that before, right? Like Gary was talking about um, the lady he had talked to who, yeah, went to the gym six days a week, probably was crazy strict with her diet, and it worked. But if someone had told her, you know what, if you do three and you'll probably succeed too, and she did it, then her expectation would be, all right, well, I need to train three days mm -hmm. and I'll be okay. Yeah. Then you have a different baseline that you operate from, yep. which is everything, right? Like set your minimum effective dose baseline. And then, yeah, you're going to have times where you can go more or where you want to go more and then go. But then when you mentally know your baseline's lower, you're not going to guilt yourself when you have to drop back down to your baseline. Yeah. You know, that's what I do. I know, hey, Mon if I just lift Monday, Wednesday, Friday and do nothing else, um, you know, I can make progress and or maintain just fine. Yeah, you're doing all right. But then sometimes, you know, I'll get good walks in like every day on the other, every day or at least the in-between lifting days. Sometimes I'll end up adding in a fourth strength day or some, you know, car like a more structured cardio workout. Um, yep. You know, but I always know, hey, I can fall back to this. And honestly, like, that's kind of how I am right now in this time of year because that's I was lifting for four days a week for two or three months. But then, you know, in January, we get busier. I have a little more responsibility and just more time spent, uh, you know, at the gym with work stuff. And, and then it gets really cold out. And I always say I'm going to, like, keep powering through the winter, but I never do. So, yeah, like, I barely – I'll get, like, one walk in, um, a long walk on Sundays and – you know, now I'm the three lifting sessions and nothing, nothing else really. And I'm fine with it. Like I don't yep. sleep over it. I don't like feel bad about it. Pretty much where I'm at too. You yeah. know, like I get my, my Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I try to be consistent with my other days, but like, like I like to come in Thursday and, and walk and stuff or go for a walk with the dog. But like, I'm cool with Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm completely happy. And I, I know like I've been, you know, steady getting stronger and feeling good with just mm -hmm. that. So I don't need to add anything else. I don't even feel the, the need at this point to even add a fourth day of lifting um, because I'm still making progress where I'm at, you know? So why rock the boat and, I don't know, make my recovery suck more or just take away time, from take away else. time from, you know, hanging out at home and, you know, enjoying life. Yeah. So another thing, too, with, you know, kind of playing off of Destination Nowhere is you, the nutrition side of things and where... Yes. You know, when people start, I'm not going to eat any carbs, right? Just because that's a common one. And that's again, if, some, if you one. do that and you enjoy it, that's great. But think about this. Like, if you are going to do something and you know you're not going to do it forever, like, where, yeah, where, Why? Are you, where are you going with that? Yeah. <laughs> like, destination nowhere. You're setting yourself up like you're going to get there and then revert back to what you were doing and have no nothing there to be like, to sustain it because what gets you there keeps you there yeah that's that's the other thing to remember um and we i think it's the thing that most people struggle with um you know uh, after losing weight is 
staying there and realizing yeah. that what I did to lose, say, X amount of pounds, because that's usually most people's goals, to lose some weight. Um, you know, I lost 30 pounds. Well, to maintain that weight loss, you got to kind of do the same thing you did to get there. Like, it's just, this is what I do now. Like, yeah. this is well, if my you, new way of living. If you get there, so say, yeah, you cut out a bunch of calories by cutting out carbs, which gets you in a deficit, yeah. helps you lose weight. But then you're thinking, oh, I have to cut out every single drop of carbohydrate mm-hmm. to do this. Well, then you're not going to know... You're not going to be confident in, oh, well, when I add carbs back in, things are going to go awry, right? Whereas if you are able to lose the weight while still having carbs, so you just bring your overall food intake down little by little, yep. of ev- a little bit of everything, but still keeping stuff in, not going extreme with your um, macronutrient choices, then it's going to be sustainable, right? Because you never had to completely give it up. And you're comfortable and it doesn't stress you out eating carbs or the thought of it and you know how to yeah. to fit everything into your day rather than, Oh my God, what do I do with a carb? Yeah. Right? It's, and you should be setting up an approach, like wherever you want to go, unless again, we're obviously not talking to bodybuilders. No. Or physique, Cause yeah, they're going to a place where they know they are not going to live. Yes. You know, but if you aren't doing any of those things and you just want to go to a place like, Hey, this is where I want to look and feel my best. And most of us want to stay there. Yep. Then you have to keep that in mind that, hey, I need to get there with a, a way that I can live with, you know, yeah. so that it's de- a destination somewhere with, with your food. So it's actually a little flip of what we're talking about of, um, you know, maintenance and, and not putting pressure on yourself. Um, but so, you know, with the food, it's putting the pressure on yourself in that I need to do an approach that I can keep, stay with, you yeah, know, that I can help maintain this lifestyle with. Cause yeah, because yeah. it's, you are it's so nowhere. easy to push against that. Oh, extreme approach. And I'm just, I can get through this for six weeks or four weeks or two months or whatever. Um, and then we, and then you get there and yeah. And I think we've seen it enough times and coached enough people like that, you know, rarely works. Now there's always a success story in that. Yeah. And I think that is a little overblown. Like this one person did really well with something super extreme and they maintain it and they maintain it because they like it it and they enjoy it and it fits their life. But the majority of people aren't going to be in the extreme. The majority of people hit an extreme, right? They tip one end of the scale and then what ends up happening is they end up completely rebounding to the opposite end of the scale and not even Mm -hmm. talking about weight, but just, you know, weights on a scale. Um, you know, so losing a lot of weight by going, it's a low hanging fruit, but like keto, right? Works great for a lot of people. Um, but you cut out basically all of your carbs. And then like we had discussed, you stop when you get there, right? You get to your wedding and then you start eating carbs. Crush, crush your wedding <laughs> you cake. You crush your wedding cake and whatever else and crab cakes and um, cupcakes and all of the types of mm. cake. Um, and then after that, like, Usually all bets are off. What right? if you? What if you had a cake themed wedding? Just everything was a cake. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like crab cake appetizers. Um, That's all I need, though. Like so what? So if you had crab cakes, you would have to have a crab cake appetizer. Obviously, wedding cake dessert. Yep. What would the entrees be? Is um. You get chicken pot pie, but that's that's not gonna cut it. That's a pie. <sighs> that is a pie. Um, is there an entree cake? There's gotta be. Like a meat cake. Like a meat cake. A meatloaf? No. Is that, I mean... I mean, there has to be... What classifies it as a cake? Yeah, well, a crab cake 
It's like cakes. Why together. can't we have crab cakes? As I guess an it has to have a bind. Why can't we have know. crab cakes as an entree? Why is it always got to be second? Favorite? I mean, well, it's not right. You can get a big 